now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 246 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Dream. As always, is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. I am here for sure. You are. You are also ridiculously loud. I don't know why you always peg the limiter, Carlos. We, like, I didn't see, I don't sit here when we do sound wave. Like, I'm sitting, I usually sit right where Pete is. I don't know. You're just pegging the limiter. Maybe you're just louder than usual today. Damn it. Stop screaming. And then we got Pete. Yo. Yo, I'm yo, yo. What up, man? How your headphones doing, man? Good. They're sounding really good today. All right, that's I'm, like, I'm glad. <sighs> just, just real good. So, man, what have you been up to since the last time you were on? Which I, I think it's been a couple weeks now, eh? Me? Yeah, <sighs> man. I don't know. I don't do stuff. I don't know. I started a new diet. How's that going? You know, it's going good. Lost a bit of weight so far, so you know, keeps me going, I guess. Yeah. So it's about that, time. That, that progress always helps. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Gotta shed some mass here. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, man. Yep. Then you gotta put on the mass. Well, I don't know. That comes later. When okay. I get jacked. So when, when you shed the mass, then you put the mass on. You gotta gain mass, man. Or you gotta gain mass, lose mass, gain mass, over get, and over But you again. gotta make sure you're putting on the right mass. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I hear that the best mass that you can put on is uh, if you eat a bunch of meatball subs, it gives you the best mass. Yeah, afterwards, I'm sure it leaves a giant mass behind you, too. Why, what are I'm you sure that's all true. Why are you dropping meatballs? <laughs> I don't good. understand. You're not supposed to put marinara sauce all over everything. You're supposed to eat the goddamn meatballs up. Marinara? Marinara. <laughs> Otherwise, what I've been up to, you know, I've been playing Fortnite. I play Fortnite a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, on the old computer. Just rocking some Fortnite. So play some other games too, you know, that kind of stuff. Otherwise, yeah, not great news for my folks today because uh, one of their close friends where they live up in Shatek, passed away uh, oh, today. Oh, dude. That is a bummer. Yeah, they were out, like, pontooning. My folks were in Green Bay, but uh, it's, he's an older guy, very old, okay. that they would hang out with up there. So I have a drink for Larry today, I guess, and... Yeah. You know. Well, I guess to Larry, man, like... Fucking A. Yeah. I don't have a beer, but fuck it. All right. That's Otherwise, kind of a yeah. bummer. That was a yeah. I mean, kind of a bummer, but you know, I guess that's what's going on. So yeah, but yeah. Otherwise, just chilling. All right, cool. Chilling in the AC. Carlos. So I, uh, it's been quite a few years since I watched it. So I watched uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead again. That was fun. That's always a good film. They're dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. You know, going in that they're going to die. Carlos, I mean, be a little sensitive. Or if you have some knowledge of Hamlet, you also know that they're they clearly die yeah. at the end. Uh, let's see. I also watched uh, Castle Rock. I watched three episodes of that, uh, which is all they had up. Yeah, yeah, I watched all of them too. I finished is that last like one last Schoolhouse Rock and Castle. No, not really. I would not say it's like that at all. Oh, okay. So it's not like Schoolhouse Rock. It's kind no. of like a. It's like another. It's just like kind of like a Stephen King type universe going on. Well, I mean, it's literally his works that's being used, and yeah, I can't remember the name of the prison, but it's like it's Shawshank. Sha- yeah, there's like the Shawshank prison right there, and oh, okay. it's in Maine, which is like his favorite place to put place stuff. Is in Maine. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've really been liking it, and like there's a lot of mystery going on, and yeah, I was disappointed to know that there was only four episodes. 
Yeah. When the credits oh, started really? rolling, it was like playing next Rick and Morty. I'm like, what? Is it <laughs> no. like an ongoing series or is it just yeah, every episodes? Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, every Wednesday. Okay, all right. It's on all Hulu, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. So it is. So there are going to be more episodes. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's what I did last night. It was I just kept watching until I had no more episodes. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I also watched. Uh, oh shit! I forgot. It's got. It has the guy from Scrubs, like Doctor Cox. It, he was. Oh, a, he was like a, a demon hunter yeah. or something. Stand, stand against evil. That show is pretty fucking weird, but it's pretty great. And I, I think like he's also like a producer on the show and everything. And okay, basically he like he takes a dick, Doctor Cox uh, crotchety up to like eleven. Uh huh. Because now he's an old man and he's really crotchety about everything. And like oh like uh, the first episode like he come like he uh, he was a former sheriff and then like he punched an old woman in the face and then like resigned. And uh, so, like, the new sheriff is, like, tied up to a stake about to be burned. And, like, you know, 20 years on the force, I never got tied up to a stake. Nope, not once. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and, like, there's all these demons and stuff. And, like, his general is, like, can I punch it? Or, like, do I care? Yeah, do you care? That is is the question. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I watched, uh, I was actually really bummed. I finished watching, it turned out that it was a kind of short season, like eight episodes or so. Finished watching it. There's no season two up yet. On Hulu, so I was kind of bummed about that. That's kind of a bummer. I also played some No Man's Sky yesterday. That uh, Yeah, big update, right? Yeah, it turns out that it's a little broken for those of us who had older saves. I just started oh, over. Oh, yeah, a lot of people started new. Like, you can't craft the one of the uh, crafting things you need to make buildings. Oh. The blue, hmm. br- blueprint analyzer or whatever. You should have just started over. Yeah, but I have, like... Over twelve million galactic credits. Yeah, but and so you need many to, like so much shit has changed. Like you almost need to relearn the. It's my, a completely different game. My carrying capacity is max on like my regular carrying capacity. Yeah, but it's a new game. No, it's fine. I prefer and like my ship is like the sh- is like a shitty lowest grade ship you can have, but it also has maximum cargo space. But you can't you, you can't, can't build buildings. anything. I can't build anything. I, they're gonna release an update to fix that. I don't know. So I just don't... I only build, like, a couple things that I can carry around with me then. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was kind of cool. I had fun playing it. Yeah. I don't know. I played for, like, an hour and a half on Friday night, and then I got bored and went to bed. Because hmm. I was like, yeah. well, this is... Yeah, this this is still No Man's Sky. Like, yeah. It actually feels like there's less buildings on planets now. I don't know. Because, like, buildings I've... The two planets I've been on, like... Built, like I discover like a couple buildings and all of a sudden, oh, next building like I scan for is on the other side of the planet. It's like, damn it. It seems like old No Man's Sky. Oh, like, but like. There's like two buildings on a planet. Yeah, but before I could like uh, actually like, uh, I, like I could do a lot more like jet packing around and I didn't have to take my ship to every building. Like uh, it was like closer. I don't know. I don't think they changed that. I think you're just misremembering it. Like there was a lot of buildings that were like two and a half minutes away. Well, it's RNG too, right? Yep. Yeah. So. Could just be getting screwed over by Maybe. RNG. Oh god, I moved to another system, anyways. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, let's see. I went, or there was a bottle release at Pitchfork. That was, oh yeah, that I was did neat. That too. Uh, Friday night, got some, got some uh, barrel aged beer there. That was, and it was really good. Like mm-hmm. Mike did a really good job on that one. Yeah. Um. Then, oh, uh, earlier in the week, I went to go. Uh, we went to Alamo Draft House. Oh, which we did was that too. Thanks for reminding me about yes. the stuff that I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we just keep doing stuff together. What do you guys so, watch? Yeah, uh, we remember. went to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, it was my second time Pete's first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's hilarious and it's delightful. Uh, a lot of heart in that movie. 
Um, but Alamo Drafthouse, so that was a really fun experience. They bring beer to your seat. You mm-hmm. get some, like, the popcorn is delicious. Yeah, they give you as much as you want. Yeah, to, yeah. So for get, eight bucks, you get a bottomless butter popcorn bowl. And it's and like butter throughout the whole thing, too. is mysterious. Like, it was, they really got it down. It wow. was really good. Yeah. And it was, like, good clarified real butter. Not yeah. None of that, like, fake movie theater butter stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really good. The I got some chips and queso. That was eh. Yeah, I wasn't super a super big fan of that. You had chicken chicken, chicken strips? tenders, yeah. Yeah, how were those? They're really good. Like they're really it's really juicy chicken, man. Like, yeah. And I needed food bad. <laughs> yeah, because we went right after work. Yep. And yeah, we were starving. Yep. Yeah, um, no, it was cool. It's different experience. There's a lot of room. Like I didn't have to worry about anybody, like getting in. You know, in the way yeah. of the screen, it was like. Well, even uh, even like the the wait staff. Like, going through, like... Oh, yeah, they were all hunching over. They were all hunched over. Like, I didn't really notice them too much. Like, they weren't mm. in the way. Like, when they were when they were, when they they were were magically making my beers appear, uh, trying to steal your plate. No, instead of... Cr- maybe instead of crouching table. down, what they need is, like, little, like, a board... Like, a... You a know those carts board? you used to have in elementary school? Like, those little, like, plastic carts that had wheels on the bottom? No. You never had those in your school? No. Oh, well, they're, they're amazing. But they should have like little tiny carts that they like slide there, so they get down and then they slide across underneath. That the would be money. way more yeah, distracting. Yeah, people drop food and shit. Down. It's like that would some be debris. W- we gotta clear debris and <laughs> and then they, uh, roast well, but then they have somebody slide by with a broom first, and they have somebody slide by with the food. Okay. Or they yeah. just have Roombas going the whole time. They, they, that too. That you guys are making the, like you guys are making it way more distracting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> people wheeling by. What Maybe, about what about like a knee pad with like a wheel on it? But you have a fog machine that has like a low level of or, fog. On the fog. floor, no. so you can't. So that so way, you, you don't see, see them slide around. And no, and then it's like, fine the way it is. They have it figured out. You don't need to fix it. And then you, when you order yeah, your food, it could be more epic. And they bring yeah. your food out. Just they gonna, pop all the fog with the food, and they slip away again, disappear. You're just gonna yeah, like. Yeah. You're just gonna hear like rolling, just like that that telltale like roller skate sound that like the like across the. <laughs> yep. And it's going to be really annoying throughout the entire movie. Ah, uh, but, like, if they have, like, a thin carpeting on there, it's not going to be that bad. It's, you're still going to hear it. You're going to hear it. You just, it's not that bad. I hear how loud it is in the theaters. It, no, no. It was very loud, though, I well, will say. The, yeah, so, so the movie itself was loud, but they have a very strict no talking and no texting policy, which was fucking amazing. Well, that's good. Nobody peeped. That's great, but the fucking waitress, she came up and, like, I, bro- I put a piece of paper in where the tab was. It's like, yep. I have this and this and this on my tab, because we were splitting it or whatever, and she's like, she, she's, like, looking around. She doesn't see it, and she, like, asks me. She's like, how are we doing this? I'm like, what the fuck up? Like, I put the thing in there, and I, like, flicked the piece of paper or whatever. She's like, oh, God. I'm like, you told us to well, do that. Well, it, it was it was their soft opening week. They'll, I know. They'll oh, that's, that's true. I'm yeah. sorry. <clears throat> I feel like a dick now. So right? they can still bring out the fog machines. No, Carlos, there's not going to be any fucking fog machines. You just have to have the... Carlos, like, I don't want a fog machine in my movie. It's You need to be below the... Carlos, you're not allowed to go. There's a strict no Carlos policy there. I now. wouldn't bring a fog machine because it's ahead. not my theater. Be like, hey, there's this motherfucker who's going to bring in a fog machine. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense that I would bring the fog. It's the onus on th- is on them to bring their there own fog machine. There should be no fog machine. Nobody wants a fog machine. The onus is on them to bring their own. Fog Nobody machine. wants a fog machine. All right. So besides that, it was a really good experience. I had a lot of fun. There was no fucking fog machine. It was delightful. Uh-huh. Uh, and then let's see. Yesterday, uh, I went to. Oh, uh, there was another release thing at uh, Hop and Barrel. They oh, had yeah, a lot the party, space and they had force. their uh, their Space Force, which was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I I drank just a lot more Minnesconsin. 
Like yeah, it was pretty hot, pretty sunny. Yeah, for a lot of it. Like standing out in the sun there, it was it was better just drinking yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, there's a reggae band. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. They yeah, they were pretty good. I said I said and listened for listened to them for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and then when I came home, I uh, went to bed, and it was nice. And then I woke up at like two a.m. Wide awake, couldn't get back to sleep. Really upset about that whole situation. And then I started watching uh, Last Ship. Oh, yeah. Which you know, the, there's some sort of apocalypse, and there's just one boat left. And you're just floating around. And then there's oh. Russian boats, and I don't know. And so why are they, really so the last the last why are they fighting? Like Carlos, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain the plot to you. That was that is spoilery. Like, everybody's dead from the virus elsewhere on land, so they should be fine. You there's would a think virus? so, but they're Russians. That's what that's what caused the apocalypse was some sort oh. of virus. Well, spoiler alert. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't want to tell you. Carlos keeps bringing it up. It's the plot of Carlos. The show. Fuck you and your fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to share. Is it a spoiler to tell what the plot is? Yeah, the main plot. Yeah, of a four-year-old show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in in the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, the first one. Kill Santa Claus and replaces Santa Claus. Well, Carlos, that one's past yeah, the uh, that, 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 that one's past the barrier. <laughs> that was past the barrier. Right. That was straight murder. It was murder. It was yeah. it was pretty murdery. Mm-hmm. It was very murdery. Yeah, like you pushed him off a roof. You can't do that to a man. But so, to, but it's also not fair that he ends up replacing him and has to replace him. That's not fair. Well, no, that's not fair at all. That is. I don't think he actually died. I think it counted as a retirement, and he walked because he just, he disappeared, doesn't he? There's what? no body afterwards. What? what do you mean? And the Santa Claus, like, there's no, like, doesn't the body? Oh, yeah, the yeah, body they, vanishes. They didn't show him getting rid of the evidence. Yeah, because yeah, they, they didn't show, like, that, that scene that you know happened where uh, Tim Allen and Charlie cut up Santa Claus <laughs> into little pieces <laughs> mm-hmm. and put him in garbage bags and then just put him in the trash. Oh, are you sure they didn't, like, put him in a bathtub and, like, try to melt his body? No, no, because I feel like he's Tim the Tool Man Taylor, not Tim the Melty Body Tim Man Taylor. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, no, you probably wouldn't sense. resort to that. that yeah, no, he, he'd use some sort of Binford Sawzall. Yeah, that's what he knows. And then after, With more power. Or just toss in the wood chipper. Well, if only if he had the Binford wood chipper. He lived in the city, he couldn't have one. Yeah. He didn't need one. And then they stole his fucking ride, too. What? They stole his, his animals and his ride. His, his animals and his ride? Yeah. You guys saw the movie? It's been a very, very long That's time. That's true. Yeah, they did jack his ride. But yeah. to be fair, the animals showed up at his house That's afterwards. True. Like, they, the animals were like, yeah. And Santa Claus is already dead. He inherited. Like, the thing is, like, he killed his Santa Claus, but he gets to inherit all his stuff. Yeah. Because apparently that's how Santa that's Claus how works. That's how it works in D&D, too. It is exactly how it works in D&D. Yeah, well, it's because you guys are murder hobos. No, that was how property law worked. Carlos, no. No, that is not how property law works. You can't murder somebody and then be like, yeah, no, that's my property now. And nobody wanted to buy it. I don't know why. Because it's not yours to sell. But nobody knew. You're trying to sell a motherfucker a bridge. He can't do that. It was a windmill. No, that was, it was. It also was kind of full of dead children if i remember right no there were no dead children but they were what eating children of, yo that's fucked up son yeah. no they were turning children into meat pies yeah they had already turned all the children into meat pies so it's not full of dead children it's full of dead hags all right i have no idea what you're talking about uh the magic I, meat pies I, I that would, you nope, ate i didn't eat any you, you i wasn't even there you you ate weren't a lot even of, there of, of okay. course not. All right, so for the, sec- for the second week in a row, we're going to uh, talk about an odd side ale. Uh, this week, we're 
talking about the the uh, wheater melon, which is wheat beer uh, brewed with watermelon. Uh, beer with watermelon? This perfectly balanced, refreshing wheat beer boasts a soft, fresh watermelon flavor and is definitely summer perfection in a glass. Uh, this is 5% ABV, which is a whole half a point higher than uh, last week's beer. So... I don't know. And, I mean, these watermelons on the can look very surprised. Yeah, I think, like, somebody shoved something up their ass, and, like, they were not expecting that. I mean, I wasn't... Their eyes bulging, their mouth wide open, like, oh, no! You're probably not wrong. But I don't want to... I don't want to think about that. I just want to think about how delicious the watermelons are. I don't want to think about the trauma that they went through to get into my beer. Because that seems like an issue. Pretty sure the trauma they went to, to get in your beer was a lot worse than one finger or something like that. Just saying. Well, I mean, you don't... They got chopped up like those kids that got turned Carlos, into meat pies. these are not the eyes of people who got one finger shoved up their ass. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> We're talking green, Greyhound bus here. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and they're very surprised about that. They're just like, whoa. I will never recover from this. <laughs> Physically or mentally. All right. Um, yeah, so we've had other wheat beers on the show. Uh, the... Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer uh, springs to mind immediately. And then there was one more. Uh, I can't remember where it was from, but it had like a very like artificial like watermelon flavor, kind of like a candied mm. watermelon type the deal. Watermelon Dorado or whatever the fuck? Yeah, yeah, the Watermelon Dorado. Ballast Point? Yeah, the Ballast Point okay. one. That was it. Okay. I feel, I feel better now that I know. Yeah. All right. So, Carlos. Luckily, this does not taste like a watermelon jelly rancher. All I've right. had beers like that. And that's not what I want at all. I don't get any watermelon smell. I don't know about you guys. I do. I definitely get in the taste. Like it's and it's like not an overpowering. It's just like um, like it's like like a little bit in the uh, the bake back end or whatever. It's like uh, you're getting the watermelon. Yeah. No. There's like there's a in the in the flavor. I get like this really big watermelon sweetness up front, and then there's some nice little weedy stuff. And then watermelon aftertaste. Peter? Did they brew this with watermelons? I, 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 I don't know for sure. Like, their website doesn't have much on it. Beer Advocate yeah. didn't have anything on it. Like, I mean, I don't want to it say it says tastes like a wheat extract. beer brewed with watermelon. So, I mean, I'm assuming they use watermelon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, it doesn't taste extracty. It doesn't taste extracty, but it does because it lacks the, like, the sweetness, I think. Because it's oh. not a very sweet beer. Oh, you don't get any sweet. You, I mean, there's a little, obviously a little bit of sweetness, but like, I get a lot more just watermelon flavor instead of like watermelon sweetness. You know. I can see what you're saying. Yeah, it's very clean. Yeah, this is this would be a really good beer on a hot day, I think, because you don't want too much sweetness on on a day like that. Mm-hmm. Like you want that nice clean flavor. Yeah. Or just yeah, it's nice. Hmm. Just nice. I do like it. It's good watermelon. All right, Carlos, give me a number. Um, I'd say, like, it really nails getting that watermelon and that wheat, that's for sure. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh, an eight. That's a good wheat beer. You set in the bar high, Pete. Set in the bar high. Set in the bar high, 7.5. Whoa, whoa, set in the bar lower. A little lower. A little lower, a little lower. Um, Got to set lower, Casey. Limbo underneath it. Hmm. I really like it. There's there's that nice like good watermelon character. It feels like it's missing something though. Like there's there's just something missing in this beer. Like I hit I hit the end and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, 
Oh, well, the yeah. watermelon does disappear pretty quickly. It does. Yeah. yeah. There's just there's something absent. I don't like that. So yeah, I'm gonna go seven. You limbled underneath you, Pete. Limbled, limbled right, right under there. there. That's fine. I mean, if it, if and I can't I can't say what that. Oh wait, they have a strawberry watermelon wheat. I bet that would fix my problem. <laughs> That's what watermelon always needs is strawberries. Well, and right. so the strawberry watermelon uh, they did as a wild ale, so there's a, be oh. a little bit of tartness there too, okay. which actually just like a hint of lacto in this would be amazing. Yeah, like their uh, their their fruit sickle. Oh, the fruit sickle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 fruit sickle. All right, let's see. We got a thing here, we got a thing, and there's another thing, and we got a whole thing there. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. The movie theater ticket at MoviePass suffered an outage on Thursday when its parent company couldn't afford to pay its customers tickets. Uh, that parent company, Helios and Matheson and Linux Inc., never paid the contractors who processed their customers' payments, so the contractors stopped processing them, leaving MoviePass customers unable to purchase tickets. The company was forced to borrow $5 million to pay the company's merchant and f- uh, fulfillment processors, according to a filing with the Security and Exchange Commission. With MoviePass, customers pay a flat uh, $9.95 a monthly f- subscription fee for the ability to see one movie a day every day. The business model leaves many wondering how this could possibly be profitable, and obviously it's not. Uh, the company's own auditor isn't sure that it is possible with the current model. MoviePass currently spends more to retain a subscriber than the revenue derived from that subscriber, and other MoviePass sources of revenue are currently inadequate to offset or exceed the cost of subscriber retention, said the auditor in a Helios and Matheson Company report released in April. As of Friday, MoviePass uh, services were back up and running, for now, and then they went down again this weekend, and they keep blaming it on a back end issue. But the back end issue that they're running into is caused by the front end issue. It, yeah, no, it's it's literally they just run out of money. Yeah, <laughs> because what like basically your movie pass card works like a debit card, and like when it first came out, uh, people were getting uh, people would accidentally use it to like buy gas or something like that. And then, like, they would get charged for it later because, like, oh, this isn't a movie. But, yeah, mm. so it's literally just a debit card that you use at the movie theater to buy movies. So I don't understand how for $10 a month you can go see 30 $10 movies. Yeah. How – but, like, where is their money coming from? Like, technically, like, there's generally space in theaters unless it's, like, it's, like, an opening week for a show. Mm-hmm. So – Technically, I could see what, like how it could like fill theaters. Uh huh. But uh, I don't know where they're going. Like paying for the actual movie themselves. Like the theaters are, I think, are fine off this because they have no. They, they, no. Well, and no, and the theaters are like theaters still get full ticket price. Mm-hmm. They get full ticket price. Yeah. So the people who made this company were insane, then, right? Yes. They don't no, like that's that's the issue. Is MoviePass still pays full ticket price at every theater? So they have the cost and effect of a five-year-old. <laughs> well, how does Humble Bundle work? So Humble Bundle, uh, those are usually like a it's like usually like a donation thing, or like the people get together and they'll do some sort of like, hey, we'll give like we're we're gonna give away this many keys or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like we get. Like we get this percentage, and then because like a certain amount of a certain percentage goes to the publisher, and you can yeah. change that percentage however mm-hmm. you want. 
Okay, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, so... So it's not really how, like that. Yeah, yeah so... Humble Bundle's not like... They're not doing it to make a bunch of money. Yeah. Like, a lot of it is like, partly the goes to charity, and I wonder if uh, they get a write-off any of that on their taxes. I, I'm sure... Probably. I'm sure they do. Um, and it's... I mean, it's also just like a good promotional oh, tool. Yeah. yeah. So... Especially hmm. when you have like all these older games that aren't like brand new anymore. So toss in a Humble Bundle and there yep. you go. And it's also possible that maybe hum- hum- Humble Bundle will front some of like... Some of the cost or yeah. whatever. Yeah, because you can get... Because, like, a game, $40 <clears throat> when you buy it from the publisher, as opposed to paying $12 for a subscription that includes that and a bunch of other shit, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like, the the movie pass thing, I do not understand. But it's also forced uh, places like AMC and stuff to start doing their own, like, movie pass style stuff, but ones that make sense. Yeah. Where but, you can't use anywhere else. Yeah, well, and like the AMC one, uh, I, I don't remember exactly how it works, but it's more like a loyalty program where you get like a free movie every month. Mm, okay. And you get like preferred, uh, you can like get preferred ticket things and like IMAX and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, and that makes sense. And it's it's a little bit more expensive. Um, but yeah, no, I, like, I don't know. I don't know, but like if it's a little bit more expensive, then they should like toss in like every movie you see, you get a free small. Po- no, they can't do, start giving away like a small concessions just because uh, like AMC. Because uh, in that case, uh, they start losing out on like where they actually make their money. Hmm. Uh, all right, AMC subscription plan. Let's see. AMC subscription service. How it compares to Movie Pass? Well, it works. All right. Uh, so that's that's the big one. Okay, so let's see. Uh, depends on where you're going. Uh, movie Pass has staying power. AMC, its own movie theater, uh, has launched its own movie subscription. Here we go. Just bring me to the goddamn... All right, so it's 20 bucks a month. It's called the Stubbs A-List service. 20 bucks a month. Uh, you get to see three movies a week on that. Uh, which not bad, uh, still pretty good. Um, but it's it's all, again it's only good at AMC uh, theaters. Uh, those subscribing uh, to AMC's new service, you're able to see IMAX movies without paying the surcharge. Like you know how IMAX tickets are more expensive, so it bypasses that because you're already paying the. Plus, you get to see three other movies. I think I saw somewhere that Netflix has a couple of theaters in California. Why the fuck would Netflix have a kind of theater? Because then they can have because like uh, some to you can technically get their Netflix movies in to, to awards then because they premiered in a theater. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, since its launch in 1993, Magic: The Gathering has remained one of the most popular trading card games out there. With over 20 million players and an endless stream of expansions packs, Magic: The Gathering's popularity has seen some of its rarer cards become worth big bucks such as the rare Alpha Print Black Lotus card that recently sold for a staggering $87,672 on eBay. Mm. For a Magic card that is illegal in most play uh, for the uninitiated, Alpha Prints for Magic the Gathering are the black border cards as opposed to the more widely available white border cards. Um, 1,100 of each rare card in the Alpha Prints were made, making the Alpha Print Black Lotus... uh, card one of the most difficult to find 
uh, so the fact that it sold for such a high amount is really no surprise. Due to its rarity, some uh, Magic the Gathering fans, fans may not even know the purpose of the Black Lotus card. In the game, Black Lotus gives players three mana, meaning players can potentially have four mana their first turn. This made the Black Lotus card notoriously overpowered, which is part of the reason why it hasn't been reprinted, and it's banned. It's well, like it's allowed in Legacy, actually. Like it's under, uh, which is like a, what a lot of people play is uh, with like because older, like as thing, like everything gets banned as you go on as they move new card sets. But like Legacy, like has certain rules, and it's allowed in Legacy. You're allowed one in your deck. Okay, like, I mean it's like it's super OP. And I actually have a card that's $90,000. Yeah, I don't have a card that's worth... I have a card that's worth over sixty. Yeah, Carlos, $60,000? $60. Oh, okay. No, just $60. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you had a card that was worth $60,000, first I would slap you and call you a moron. No, I would sell that. <laughs> I, would, I would sell that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if you didn't, you'd be dumb. Well, like a lot of the reasons like why it sold for so much was because the uh, shape it was in. Like it was in like, it was a mint shape, right? Like they, they apparently they rate cards on like a 10 point scale and everything was like over nine. It's like a lot of 9.5s on the ratings. So. All right. My card would not have that. <laughs> uh, a teen broke into a home in California shortly after midnight last Saturday and woke a sleeping couple to ask if he'd use their Wi-Fi network. Authorities said the Palo Alto homeowner told police he got out of bed uh, and shoved the night uh, the 17 year old suspect down the hallway and out the front door. Then called 911. The teen was arrested about a block away. The couple had been asleep in their bedroom when they were awakened by the unknown suspect speaking to them and asking to use their Wi-Fi. What did you need to do on it? I don't know. Uh, officers determined the suspect had climbed into the home after cutting a screen cover. Or a screen covering an open window on the side yard. The suspect's motive for entering the home is still unknown, but the victims reported the two uh, that two kitchen knives were missing from the kitchen drawer. Uh, police arrested the teen for residential burglary, prowling, and providing false information to an officer. They did not release any information about him because he is a minor. Obviously, the reason he broke in was because their Wi-Fi network was secure, and he went under the password. Also, he did not have enough knives at home. He needed more knives. Well, I like mean, kind of like how we sometimes lose. We don't have a lot of forks. I don't understand. Like, do you have this problem at home where you have more forks or you have less forks than spoons? No. Or how sometimes somehow over time you just lose silverware. I'm sure some yeah. of it is like uh, there's a fork in a pizza box and you don't know that and it goes away. Or if it falls between the the wood on the back deck. I don't. Have we don't have problem. a back deck. No, but. Oh, it's relevant okay. to me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It yeah. belongs to the raccoons now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, like, and I, and we we have so many butter knives. Why do we have so many butter knives? I don't know. Like, there's a surplus of butter knives. There should be like, if if you have a set of silver, it should be one fork, one spoon, one knife, right? For for each set, so there should be an equal number. Yeah, I keep it. We have triple the amount of butter knives than we do forks. That doesn't make any goddamn sense because <clears throat> you spread. Something you can keep using to spread that. Yeah, yeah. not everybody. But needs one. I could set a table, and every person at a six-person table could have six butter knives. Yeah, hmm. I keep a butter knife in my car <clears throat> for when my car door doesn't shut in the winter. Wait, what? Because like the locking mechanism will like seize up in the winter, and then like it won't like actually latch. So how does that help you? I used to pry it open. Yeah, pry no. the latch. 
I, yeah, but if you're outside of your car, no, no, and it, the knife is inside of your I'm car, I'm sorry, the door won't close. Like, oh, okay. it can't latch shut. Okay, so like I have to, I would have to drive holding my door shut. I see. I was picturing that you were on the outside of your car, but you kept a butter knife on the inside. Oh yeah, butter <laughs> knife. I need you to get closer. I need you to unlatch the door from the inside. That's why he carries on, one all the time. He's got one right now. Are you packing? Packing a butter knife? No, no. <laughs> I, like one fork. That's why we're a little low. I just keep packing. They fall in my pockets. <laughs> a man accused of stealing a tractor before leading Denver police on a slow speed chase through the city is also charged with biting and choking a police dog and stealing two other cars. Denver District Attorney Beth McCann on Thursday filed 23 charges against 37-year-old Thomas Bush connected to the July 20 incident including 10 felony-level charges. It is not clear if Bush has an attorney. The charges include three counts of aggravated motor vehicle theft, three counts of failure to report an accident, and one count of cruelty to a certified police working dog. That was just mean on his yeah, part, right? Authorities say Bush stole a car, then a tow truck, and then a tractor uh, from a, a city water department facility. A police... A uh, squad car eventually rammed the tractor's front end in downtown Denver, stopping it. So he's just that driving. worked? <laughs> it must have been a shit tractor. Or like that cop car is in very bad shape now. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. I like I, I kept trying to find more information about the point when he bit the dog, because that's what I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. No. How fast does a tractor go? Like 10. Yeah. So like maybe you, 15. Like you could have had like somebody like jump be on. running on, and if that doesn't work, you just cut the hydraulics. Cut the hydraulics. Problem solved. Carlos, I, I don't. I don't think you know anything about tractors. They have hydraulics. I know that. <laughs> he wasn't using the bucket. Well, if he was, and, and, you could and, sol- if, and if it didn't have a bucket, <laughs> <laughs> but if it, I'm, but if it did have a bucket, when you got those hydraulics, it's going to drop down, and it's not going anywhere forward. No, that's not how that works if it's, at all. Yeah, if it has a bucket and like an articulating lift on it, then yeah, you the know, hydraulics is not going to do anything. It, it would probably be an option, not a used option. But. <laughs> and like, it's not like the hydraulics are just sitting out there waiting to be cut. The ones I have, but they're pretty. They're pretty old ones. I, I guess. What do you mean the ones that you have seen? I have seen. <laughs> I don't have. I don't own any hydraulic vehicles like that. It was like, yeah, I just I buy hydraulic vehicles just so I know how to cut the hydraulics. I keep them on a secret lot. <laughs> Along where this is the same lot I keep all the forks. <laughs> you're slowly hiding all of our forks with your hydraulics. Yeah, nobody will look there. Next, next, you're going to tell me that you're going after the avionics first. That doesn't make. There's no avionics in a tractor case. No, but there aren't. Don't airplane. be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. All right. Drake fans are jumping out of moving vehicles for a viral challenge, and the National Transportation Safety Board is reminding the public that that is bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Why? Uh, motor vehicle crashes are the leading cause of death in the U.S. Hopping out of a moving vehicle or jumping into lanes of traffic to show your dance moves is foolish and dangerous to you and to those around you, said Nicholas Worrell. Chief of Safety Advocacy at the National Transportation Safety Board. He adds, there's a time and a place for everything, but our nation's highways and roadways are no place for hashtag or for the hashtag in my feelings challenge. The challenge, which has been imitated by celebrities, including Will Smith and Ciara. Ciara? I don't know who that is. Do you guys know who that is? Ciara? C-I-A-R-A. 
Somebody, viewers, please let me know who that is, because I don't know. I mean, Sierra used to be I'm, a game publisher back in the day. I well, yeah, that. no, but that's an S, yeah. and that's an E. Yeah. Like, there's there's a whole lot of difference there. Mm. I am just, yeah. So you're saying nice. it wasn't the game I'm publisher saying I'm that old. was jumping out of the yes. car and dancing. Uh, went viral after Shiggy's dance to In My Feelings. Uh, unfortunately, since it went viral, a shocking amount of challenge participants have taken things to a dangerous and stupid level by jumping out of moving cars as opposed to just dancing next to park ones. Mm. Yeah, they, uh, people well, are stupid. Well, there have been no reports of injuries stemming from the hashtag in my feelings challenge. The videos of people fall, uh, painfully falling into roads speaks for itself. And I watched a bunch of these videos. Oh, my God, they're amazing. Like, so uh, it's a, so they'll be driving down the road and literally just open the door. And, like, try to step out of the moving vehicle and dance. But they underestimate the speed at which they're moving and just fall. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, like, they'll they'll get out of the vehicle successfully and then be smacked by an oncoming car. Like, some dude was hit by a Prius, and I laughed so hard. That just gives me, like, a nightmares of the time that I, like, it was a like giant snowstorm, and I was asked to give my brother a ride home. And my car gets stuck, and my brother could not push for a shit. What does that have to do with anything? So I had him get in the driver's seat, and his job was just like to tap the gas, and I would push it, and I got it going. I got it moving, and then he opened the door and got out with my car still in drive and started veering. So I had to run, jump in my car, and make it so it stopped veering off the road. It was not fun. Wait, like, he just I got did. out. My job's done. <laughs> now what? <laughs> I was not happy at all. What the hell? In my, uh, in my old LeBaron, the passenger door would occasionally fly open while going around curves. <laughs> just, <laughs> where's well, you, can, you can, like, James Bond. Like, if somebody has a gun at you, like a James Bond or whatever, you just, just go spin around a circle. They go flying out. Well, and, like, so I... I had Kyle in the car, and he was he was sitting in the passenger seat, and we're driving, and we and we turn, and like luckily he had his seatbelt on because I took the corner a little fast, and the door flies open, and he's like hanging halfway up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's terrible. <laughs> That'd be bad. He That'd just be... about shit himself. Like, <laughs> like oh hey, by the way, <laughs> oh by the way, that sometimes happens. Hold just on, just a heads go around up. Turns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We have a very, very, very serious discussion topic today that we need to talk about. Um, It's really uh, something that came up. I was rewatching Chuck the other day because great show. Great show. Am I supposed to know what the show is now? Because no idea. No, that's fine. Well, it's about Chuck E. Cheese's. No, it's not about Chuck E. Cheese's. It's about the intersect. It's a whole thing. Anyway, not important. But they mentioned uh, what they thought the best sandwich was, and then he had like this fling with the sandwich maker. It was a whole. It's a whole ordeal. But I disagreed. With what they were saying. And so I was like, well, this is probably something that America needs to know. What is the best sandwich? And more importantly, like, so there's the best sandwich, and then there's the best sandwich to have on a deserted island. Like, if you were on a deserted island, and you could only have one sandwich, and it'd be airdropped to you every day. Just that one sandwich. They just, they airdropped you with a sandwich, nothing to get you off the island. <laughs> no, 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 you've been exiled to said island. Okay. Yep, you've been exiled, and they're like, well, we gotta feed him, so we're gonna give him a sandwich every day. So first, what is the best sandwich you can think of, like, the ultimate sandwich? What is Carlos's ultimate sandwich? What is Pete's ultimate so, sandwich? So, like, we're, like, I'm, 
So I'm assuming I can't go with hot dog, right? No, Carlos, we're not nope. even opening that door. Nope. nope. We're talking nope. Nope. two separate slices of bread. So I can't bring in some sandwich anarchy into this. No. No. Nope. No. So no pop tarts. No. <laughs> no. I uh, mean, unless pop tarts are the bread for your sandwich, I'll allow that. Ooh. No. Uh, that sounds bad. That sounds absolutely disgusting. What if but, you uh, put like peanut butter and jelly in the middle? Actually, that, would, actually, that would not help. I would. I would eat a pop tart PB and J. If Just, there's okay, s'more, s'more pop tarts with PB and J in there, I might eat that. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, we'll go on. <laughs> I would use, at one point in time, I might have said like a braised beef sandwich. All right, because like a good braised beef sandwich is pretty amazing. Like mm-hmm. the place nearby, uh, Patty Ryan, they used to have like an amazing sandwich, and they changed the recipe, and it was now far it worse. But uh, but like thinking about that though, like I think I like my favorite sandwich would be a sandwich that has a lot of stuff on it. So like a sandwich with. Uh, so I think you got. I think it would have to start off with a burger because a burger it makes a great sandwich. Okay, and then pulled pork on the burger. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Like what? What? What kind of bread are you putting this on? Just uh, like a white hamburger. Actually, bun? I would have to say a, a pretzel brioche bun because just a pretzel okay. bun. Okay, okay, so so good. pretzel bun. Okay, um, and like pulled pork on that. Uh, so, so so you have a pretzel bun, and then a hamburger patty, and then pulled pork. Yeah, uh, and then uh, someone has that yeah, sandwich. Can, Who's got that? Uh, Someone close by. Uh, I think it's a cafe. There's a lot of places actually that do this. They have your sandwich. I would actually like. I don't actually like coleslaw on the side, but on a sandwich, it's also good. Kay. Got some coleslaw on there, right. and I think uh, would use barbecue for it. Uh, okay. For the sauce. So 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 your uh, pretzel bun, hamburger patty. Oh, pork. I forgot bacon. Got to put bacon on there. Pulled pork, bacon. Pulled pork and bacon. Hmm. And coleslaw. Yeah. That's an interesting sandwich. I don't. I I so there's there's a, you got too much slop in your sandwich. Oh, it's sloppy. Like that. There's, it's it's not a clean sandwich. I feel like a good sandwich. I've eaten the sandwich before though, and it's like good. I, I feel like a good sandwich. Um, minimal slop. Yeah. Unless unless yeah. it's in the name of like a sloppy Joe, you can have a little bit of slop. Oh with. yeah yeah. But for the most part, minimal slop for a sandwich because I want to be able to eat it. And not have to do like the Chicago lean where you're like getting right over the thing so you don't spill on your shirt. Yep. <clears throat> all right. That sounds right. that sounds good. We're talking yeah, about sandwiches. That, that, all yeah. sandwiches sound good. So like that would yeah, be that's true. Yeah, there's no such thing as a so, bad sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so like that that would be my idea for a best sandwich. Okay. Uh, okay. Pete? I would do Okay, it would be a pulled pork mac and cheese sandwich. Ooh, oh, oh, okay. oh. Made to perfection. Very simple. Like really good pulled pork, you know, get mac and cheese in there, the barbecue sauce, and the pulled pork. What kind of bread? And the toast. Well, it'd definitely be like toasty bread. Like well, yeah, big but like, slices of toasty bread, like, so like melt some thick, in your like, mouth. Texas like, toast? Yeah, Texas toast, not really like it's like salty. More more like uh like not really caramelized, but you just butter the shit so out of it. So it's just butter so like just a, like a thick slab of like a white bread. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. buttered and toasted. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and that's it. And then just pulled pork and then mac and cheese. Mac and cheese and then barbecue sauce. That's it. I feel like we're getting closer to like we're we're, we're kind of getting the slop section there too. But I think well a little bit because it's just it's pulled pork. Yeah, pull, you know, pulled pork. You get, do get a little bit of slop. Yeah. But you know if you you know you don't like do the toast separate. You know you cook it all on. Oh there. okay. And it's like a complete package. Okay. It's so firm. It's, 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 it's almost like a. Tight. It's almost like a pizza pocket type thing. Yeah, you like. can cut it in half, 
You're good to go. All right. Oh. Well, and then you cut it straight across, or do you do a diagonal cut? Uh, with that one, a diagonal, I think. Okay. What, what do you guys prefer with your sandwich? Like, the, the diagonal cut or the straight cut? For a burger, I don't want it cut, but, like, otherwise... You don't cut your burgers? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, but, like, for, like, an actual, like, rigor sandwich, I think I prefer the diagonal cut. Yeah, because you can start with, like, the narrow the, the little end, corners, you know, yeah. yeah. Just wedge it into your mouth as far as you can. Be <laughs> like, well, that's where my bite ends. All right. Uh, so, I'm thinking, like, sourdough for my base. I love sourdough on a sandwich. Like, mm. maybe even, like, no, no, toasted sourdough. Like, yeah, this is going to be a hot sandwich. Like, that's, that's important. Sourdough. Swiss cheese. Right? Swiss. Yep. Okay. Well, actually, well, I got to back up a little bit. Provolone? A little, little bit of spicy mustard on there. Oh, okay. Uh, and then just like a little bit of mayo, just for that, that like, that, that, that creamy, the like, richness, keep, keep it richness. moist, keep it moist. Keep it moist. Yep. Then, then Swiss, right? And that's Swiss it. cheese. No, no, that's no, we're, we're, it. we're just, no. we're just building up. We're building up. Turkey and ham. So like a some, club with some, some spicy. Some, some, uh, some dill pickles. Okay. Right. Dill. Little, little tomato. The sandwich is getting grosser and grosser as it goes on, man. I disagree. I don't know. Better, better. better and better. Sometimes you need some veggies. What, you get the onions on then, there too? No, no. Okay, this, okay. this, like we, we have, we have, we have the mustard. Okay, the mustard. We don't, rings. we don't need the onions on there. Okay, carry on. Yep. Um, but what we do need is we need some like sliced olives, just kind of across the top there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This just sounds like mm. the sandwich no. that I would never. Ever have, and then that you put that you put that uh, well, and then pro- probably like a slice of lettuce just for some crunch, mm. um, and then you you put you more Swiss cheese because you got to have enough Swiss in there, and then like you panini press it, panini press. Yep, Sour, sourdough panini. Without the tomato and the olives, I would, I'll just cut I the would order it. out. That would be it. I like. I mean, olives. all the pickles too. Get those uh, unless they're like a spicy pickle or something. Like a oh sweet, no, spicy actually, pickle. A, a, a spicy pickle would be perfect. Not a dill. Yeah, fuck dill. Because we got, we got the olives there for that. So, like, for that brininess that you get from the dill. But we do a spicy pickle on there. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Thank you, Pete. Even, like, a pickle aioli. You know, that's getting closer to my Like a know, pickle ballpark. aioli? Yeah. Like I a, mean, we could swap the mayo for a pickle aioli. <laughs> I'm just changing your sandwich because I don't like tomatoes or olives. <laughs> no, the, the tomatoes are staying. Oh, and you know what? Uh, I take that back. Sandwich over. Get, get, get rid of uh, the mayo. Completely. Get rid of the mayo. Do an olive cream cheese instead. I'd be diggity down then. Yep. Without the tomato, I'm down. I, well, yeah, actually, no. If we're doing cream cheese, we have to get rid of the tomato. This is going to be too wet. Mm. Yeah. So we'll, we'll ditch the tomato. We'll do an olive, all like an like an olive schmear. A schmear? Just a little schmear. It's going to be a goddamn good sandwich. That now I want good. that sandwich. <laughs> well, you got a panini press? I do not. Well, then you might as well not buy any ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can heat up two pans and you could, smush them together. <laughs> you, could, you could be like, Dan, be like, dude, I'm making Philly cheesesteaks tonight. You're the one that ruined it for him. I didn't ruin it for him. We got home and he like was going to make the vegetables, but he just forgot. I didn't fucking remind him. And he did it with Jimmy John's bread. Okay. And he just made a bunch of meat and he put a bunch of butter in Some the pan with it. Jimmy John. He should have gone for the herbs and curbs bread, man. And we just put a bunch of mayo and meat and cheese okay. on Jimmy John's bread. All right. So sec- so we we now know what the best sandwich is. But what's the set? The, what's the best sandwich to have on an island? Getting air dropped into you. Yep. So I think... Same I, one. For this case, no, I would want something simple. 
definitely not messy because a uh, grand you can wash off in the ocean, but still, like you're on an island. Uh, I would actually go with just white bread, regular white bread. No, toast. nothing TB on the and sandwich. J. No, no, not done yet. Uh, so toasted though. You want you want a hot sandwich Turkey. on a desert island? Some Turkey? nice crisp lettuce, uh, a tomato slice on there, uh, some Swiss cheese, and oh, I forgot the most important part: mayo. That'd yep. be it. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing fancy. Just that. It's got your meat. It's got some fatty mayonnaise. It's got some crisp lettuce and a tomato on there. Slice yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're on an island. You don't want anything. Yeah, you don't want to be fancy. too mess, too much messy crap. Yeah. You know, you want yeah. something you can like hold on to and run through the woods, like dodging panthers and tiger, whatever. I mean, it, well, I mean, it's like a like a, a desert island. I'm thinking like it's like like, like jungly island, like yeah, <clears throat> like eating a pulled pork sandwich going through the jungle. No, no, no. you need something like contained within the bread. Yeah, you don't want shit flying in there. I would do. Turkey with provolone, with bacon and avocado, and on white bread. All right. Because yeah. avocado has a lot of nutrients. Yeah. I don't like tomatoes. But if I was on an island long enough, I would eat all the tomatoes if I was hungry. Yeah, avocado is a good <clears> choice. <throat> that's for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go kind of close to you, except I'm going to do rye mm. um, with... Well, I mean, almost like a Reuben sounds really good. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't want I I, I don't want a warm sandwich there. You just want a Reuben right now. Well, I do kind of just want a Reuben. <laughs> and like right when now. I when I like I want the bread toasted, like I only want the bread toasted. Like I don't like just to get a nice get a crispier. Yeah, bread. no, I'm, I'm thinking like rye. Rye was rye is a good base for this sandwich because you you want a lot of flavor because you're gonna get sick of coconuts and yeah, like pineapples or whatever the hell they have there. Leaves, right? A kiwi if you're lucky. Right, yeah. So you're you're you're, you're like you're gonna want something different. So I'm thinking rye corned beef. Like we're we're gonna start with a Reuben base because I th- I think I think that'll be good because you want something salty. You want you're gonna be like missing that. Um, oh no, I think like get rid of corned beef. I want rye, turkey, Swiss, potato chips. All right, yeah, and mayo. Yeah. As long as you keep the mayo on the other side of the sandwich from the chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you take your rye, you put the mayo on. Oh, no, a sriracha mayo. A sriracha mayo. Then your turkey. Then your potato chips. Then the rest of your rye. We all went with turkey on our sandwiches for the island. Well, you want to lean meat. You yeah. need that. You just need that good, clean energy. Yeah. Yeah, like actually, I this I the these uh, island sandwiches sound good too. Like I, <laughs> I mean, did we come up with a sandwich that sounded bad? No, no, we did not. <laughs> I don't know if you can do such a thing. All right. Yeah, man. Now I'm hungry. This was dumb. <laughs> You're the one that came up with the topic. I know. You just wanted a sandwich at the time. Yeah, I actually came up with you this idea last week. Dreaming about a sandwich whenever you came up. With this. I've been dreaming about sandwiches all week, dreaming man. Dreaming about a sandwich. Yeah, because like I think like we are gonna like do this topic another time, but we had like just the two of us. Yep. Yeah. And we're like, well, we'll hold on to it. And then everybody showed up last week, but we had a really good idea for a topic last week that ended up not being a good idea. So what was it again? Uh, we it was uh, if you if you had an island and zero government oversight and access to whatever scientific technology you wanted, what would you do? 
Yeah, it's a terrible one. But like let's the, not talk about uh, it. We're not going yeah. to. We already did. <laughs> yeah. We already did. So listen to last week's episode for that one. Mm. Well, Casey and I had some good ideas, and it just kind of went. Uh, it was, it was it a went whole. Off, it went it off was, road after that. It was a whole situation. <laughs> yep. Of intoxication. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. We uh. We we learned some things about each other that night. Learned some things. Saw a couple things. Saw some shit, man. Saw some shit. All right. Unless you guys wanted to talk about another sandwich. <laughs> no, you can get that. We, should, we need to get, stop talking about sandwiches. You can get my favorite sandwich at a place in New Richmond called the Voodoo Street Food because it used oh, to be that's right. Kitchen Market, which yeah. closed down. Dude got screwed over. He went to New Richmond, joined with somebody else. You can get it there in New Richmond. Voodoo I, Street Food. I, I do uh, have one question for you guys. Uh, that's that's kind of important. And it's in the sandwich uh, thing. At what point do you stop calling a grilled cheese a grilled cheese? It depends on the order you put things on it as oh, you're cooking okay. it. Yeah, so I think it that's starts fair. as a grilled cheese, and you're like, I better add this and this. If you put ham on there, and then you put the cheese, you're making a hot ham and cheese. Yeah. Okay, but so, so I think that's intention. a good that's a good it's way to draw the line. If you if you make a, like so, if you do like bread, cheese, bacon, and like tomato. Yep. Is that a bacon sandwich or is that a grilled cheese? I would say grilled cheese. Like, actually, I think that Pete's definition works really well. It really draws a line. When you're from Wisconsin, you know, you just have to be there to understand it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so, I, yeah, I guess intention matters in that sense then. Yeah. Definitely. But I feel, I feel like, like, once you start, once you get past three ingredients, it no longer becomes a grilled cheese. Like, I get yeah, what but you're if, if you have a lot of cheese on it and, like, not a ton of meat, then it's hands down... It was oh, yeah. grilled cheese, grilled cheese, but, you but added some things to if it. you, uh, but there is a point where you hit too much stuff on it to be a grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah well, when the meat overpowers the cheese, yeah. it's not a grilled cheese. It, okay, so it depends on what's the star of the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, because there's a there's a grilled cheese food truck that just mm-hmm. started. Uh, it's been around or whatever. We got I got um, it had like three or four different cheeses. It was like uh, the big Italian or something like that, but it had like the the pepperoni and something else on it too. But it was like, it was grilled cheese. The cheese was melting out of the The meat sides. was an accoutrement yeah. to the cheese. Yeah, and the meat was on there. Yeah, you should be coming it's, there. You should be getting the, going there for a grilled cheese sandwich with some extra stuff tossed in there instead of like, I just have a sandwich that happens to have grilled cheese on the outside. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so like, I mean, because one of my favorite grilled cheeses in the world is uh, cheese, bacon, uh, and apple. Apple. Yes. Yep. Like you got green, a Granny Smith yeah, green apple. Yeah, yeah. like a, a good like tart green apple on there is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. Like just absolutely delightful because I like the acidity helps cut through the fat of the cheese and it's just it's just a whole thing and it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's but yeah, but it, beautiful. But I got to thinking the other day like where do you draw the line? Because the classic grilled cheese is white bread, American cheese, butter on that. Oh, if you really want a good crust. Mayo instead of butter. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, I think if you go over three or four ingredients, you're starting to really hit the edge of grilled cheese territory. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So there's a line and intention matters. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like that. Is, I'm glad we settled this. It, it's yeah. important. Sandwiches are serious business. Yeah. And nobody called anybody out. We were very respectful to each other. Grilled cheese is a very. It's very, sacred. It's a very sacred Zen thing. Grilled cheese. Okay. <laughs> Yes. And it's it's a good quick meal that yeah. you can elevate or in snack. certain ways. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, you get to the thing like, 
What do you dip your grilled cheese in? Depends what's on it. Because if it's just cheese, you can do ketchup, you can do mayo, you can do ranch, you can do blue cheese, you can do whatever you want, man. Yeah, man. And you, ha- you, you, want. you have to dip a grilled cheese. I feel like that's uh, that's kind of a given. Because oh, yeah. you don't you don't sauce your grilled cheese. <laughs> you don't no. sauce it. No, you don't. No, you do no. not sauce a grilled cheese. You sauce a grilled cheese on the plate. The only sauce you need should be the melted cheese that's right there. Damn right. Damn right. All right, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this show, please check out our other shows. Uh, you can find Legends of Lothos every Monday night live at 8 p.m. Central on this very Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash studios. Uh, and then you can find uh, Soundwave every other week on Thursdays. Uh, Homebrew Bound every week on Tuesdays. And then you can just keep seeing our beautiful faces on Sunday nights at yeah. 6 p.m. Oh. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at bunchstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerdscoreninja. You can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash studios. And I'll see you guys next week. Mm, yep. Bye.